I hope it's something by Katy Perry. Uh hi. Come on, everybody just popped their head a little bit. Everybody just went, da, 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 da. <laughs> Welcome to the Gleeful Podcast with Josh and Ed. I am Josh. I'm Jen. And I'm Ed. Question <laughs> <laughs> mark? Yeah, well, you were not entirely sure about uh, No, but you're not supposed to do that. You just, you just like, you changed. We, we play the by intro. the fly so much on this show. Gosh. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry. Good evening, Jennifer. Good evening, Ed. Good evening, Josh. There we go. Welcome to the Glee Cloud, Gleeful Podcast with Josh and Ned. You can find us online at gleefulpodcast.com, on Twitter at Gleeful Podcast. I'm at Josh Brunell. She's at Jenny B. Creative. He's at Edward Giordano. Jennifer. Joshua. You excited? Oh, so excited. We're doing the show what a little early this week. Oh, that's what I'm excited about. Because yes. we're going to San Francisco. We're going to Big Sur tomorrow. Yep. We're going to camping for a couple of days. Going camping for a couple of days. And then we are going to San Francisco to visit my brother and on monday night we're gonna go see neutral milk hotel which is amazing and i'm very excited uh that we're gonna go see jeff mancom and uh so yes and most of you are probably like who the heck is that you should look it up because they're amazing <laughs> anyway uh very excited about that ed how are things in indiana um things are interesting very interesting uh had to write out my name my last name phonetically so that when they call out, call me out for my diploma, they don't do something weird with it. So that was interesting. When they call you out for your diploma, Edward, that's exciting. I know. Wow. I know, and I just got like the literally the highest grade I've gotten on a chemistry test since my freshman year. Wow. Today I got it back. Congrats. Like a ninety-five percent before the curve on my inorganic two test. I'm like, what is going on? Well, that's very exciting. Congratulations awesome. to Ed. Now, what exactly, what is your degree now? You're, you're still pharmacy? Chemistry. 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 A pharmacy was, oh my God, that was, God, that was back it, back when David Cook was running for Idol. God. Was, was say, running for Idol? <laughs> like he was campaigning with it, <laughs> asking for cash. I, th- I think I should have pulled out the Carly Smithson instead, though, if I was, <laughs> was going to do that. Carly Smithson, whatever happened to her? Uh, she's she's in Cirque du Soleil. She's in Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, in Vegas. She's, she's not she's in there. We Are the Fallen anymore. No, she well, no, she does that. She does both. Wow. I had so no idea. She's, she's the she's the main singer for Cirque du Soleil in Vegas. I had no idea. I only we, know this because I don't know why I know this. We still just, go to her bar every single time we're in San Diego. We always well, go to her bar. She's 
in Vegas, so you're never going to yeah. run into her there. Well, yeah. yes. I don't and think then, we're going to run into her. <laughs> in Vegas. And then, um, and you probably won't run to her in Vegas either. Well, unless no. I guess you go to Cirque du Soleil. Um, so I was, I applied to the Disney College program, like, last Wednesday. Or no, last, last, well, yeah, last Wednesday I technically applied. And then I had my first interview, and then I went and did the online interview, and then I had my third interview on Friday night. So I'm just waiting to hear back if I got the if I got the accepted. So I may be Orlando in Orlando from May until January. Wow, that's awesome, that's dude! Great. Well, good luck. Best of luck. Can you be going to school there? Um, or I could. I could oh. go to school there. I'm I'm torn. I'm like I could just work more. And just experience Orlando, or I can take a <laughs> class. Uh, I'm I don't know. I'm on the fence. I wouldn't have the class wouldn't start till August, so maybe I'll be bored or something. Maybe don't don't. I, I'm I'm usually <laughs> not very bored. That usually isn't something that I am. No, so. you don't strike me as someone who gets bored very easily. And then um, yeah, I guess uh, I'm freaking out about one of my classes. <laughs> for real though um there's a class that my this is just an aside um my third week in third or fourth week into the semester my advisor is like ed if you want to graduate in or no she's like do you want to graduate in may i'm like obviously and and she's like well you need to sign up for this class even though i told you you didn't have to because you need to so then i joined the class four weeks into it and i was kind of behind and I don't know how that class is going because they don't post grades and the grades I've been getting have been okay. But if you combined okay with missing stuff, I, I don't know how okay okay is. So, yes. <laughs> well, we I'm wish just, you I, the I'm best. <laughs> the class that I thought I was going to be concerned about, I'm like literally getting an A in there right now. And the, this other class, I wasn't, didn't even know about. And now I don't know. But I assume I could pull off a D minus, regardless. I assume. I, I assume. And when will they? Whoa, Josh, turn me up. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so, <laughs> Jennifer <clears throat> set up the cords while I went to get a pizza. And I messed so it up. She had the cord switch, so she was talking at my level, and I was talking at her level, and so that's why I was really you loud, kept turning... and she was really soft. So I kept turning her up, and then it was turning myself up, and. So Anywho, um, but we're better now. Yeah, we yeah. Go ahead, and Jennifer. good luck. <laughs> no, I totally luck, lost Jen. it all. Awesome. Uh, I so, thought you were gonna ask me when oh, will I know. I don't know when I will I know. So they won't give you any indication before May to let you know if you need to do something to make sure you graduate. Like, can't they kind of give you some bit? Of I, a... I'm gonna. I'm thinking about when I go to the class on Thursday about mm-hmm. asking if the TA. But he's like the laziest TA in the world, which is good and bad because he grades me kind of easy. But it's bad because if when I go and ask for, her, like, can I get, can I get, like, can I have a grade report of this semester, like where I'm at? And he, he's right. like, I don't know how to do that or something. I just, I can just see him saying it. Uh, and I ran into him at Moulin Rouge the ballet. I'm like, uh. oh yeah, I went to, I went to like Moulin Rouge the ballet. That was exciting, I guess. Very cool. Wow. That sounds. And then fun. I, and then I bought tickets to Avicii. Which is also exciting. I don't know if you Never know the song "Good Feeling." Okay, this is this is how complicated this is. "Good Feeling" Etta James, which was sampled by Avicii, which that sample was sampled by Flo Rida to be the hit that that uh, people who listen to the radio would know about. Ah, so, so it's Lee. Like, uh, so sorry. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> I was teasing you. Um, so Glee. Well, no, but that's that's a, a uh, uh, that's a that's a ballet based on a flow rider song. No, you miss. You totally miss everything. Did I mix it up? Did I mix up the order? Yeah, you're just you're just wrong. We're okay. moving on. <laughs> so Glee. So or Glee. smash or smash or smash. Well, um, we we were going to talk tonight a little about uh, the. Um, the Glee, the you know, every once in a while we like to do songs we'd like to hear on Glee, and then I thought to mix it up this time we talk about songs we don't want to hear on Glee, um, and just kind of uh, feel where we are on that topic as well, uh, and of course Smash continues, which we continue to discuss. But we are behind a week, so we are behind a week. I, I haven't seen this don't. Monday either, so we're perfect. So we're all behind okay. a week. Okay, awesome. Well, then I think we can all agree. Ellis needs to go. I love. And there's Ellis. no reason for him being on the show. I love Ellis. No, I, Ellis needs. I have, to I have this walk. debate with all my friends. I am, I don't, I, I don't. I mean, I don't love Ellis as a person. I think he's atrocious. But I love Ellis as what he does for the storyline. He's See, a necessary evil that is a catalyst in this chemical equation that There's, is known as smash. But the thing is, is Ellis is a construct of television. Ellis is what lazy writers need so that they can create these situations just so, you know, it, it's just easier than coming up with actual, uh, no, but they, you know, but actual Ellis organic situations. I think, I think Ellis is deeper than we realize. I mean, when he offered to have gay sex with that one guy to, to get to get his way i'm like go ellis well yeah but that's fine i mean ellis may be deeper going forward but right now all he is is he's you know even in this last or not in the last episode but in the last episode we all watched when he's talking to his girlfriend and she's like why are you even doing this to ivy and he says i don't know i just like to shake things up like he doesn't even have a purpose no i know he does there we just don't realize it the writers don't realize it yet but I feel like I feel like there's something I feel like there's a big revelation coming. Well, it's going to have to be pretty big because right now he's just nothing but organic. But he pushes or the storyline. But but like, he doesn't need to be he, but, there. Okay, in, in in this world, it allows Ellis is the type of character that allows every other character to be considered good, even even the sleeping around director. But the like sleeping he's, around he's, director is good. Well, he's an it, asshole, but you, he's you, not a you horrible see, person. You th- he, he seems better in comparison to people like Ellis. Oh, that's silly. That's No, <laughs> everything is relative, and Ellis is the barometer of evil. <laughs> no, he's not, because even Ellis is like, you know, his whole thing is like, I'm doing this to be a producer. So in his, like, the, the show doesn't even want to make him pure evil. If they wanted to make him pure evil, then he would only be doing this for, you know, conniving evil ways, but... You know, in the last episode, he said, I'm just I just enjoy shaking things up. I just want to make a mess of things. There's there's more to it. I swear to you. I swear. I don't know what it is, but there's more. (laughs) You just anyway, Jennifer, go ahead. (laughs) No. Oh, sorry. I thought you were trying to say something like Alice. I mean, he, he has total Santana potential in my mind. He doesn't have half the charisma she does. I don't think he can pull it off. I Wait, think it's. Are, I think sorry, there's. A, he doesn't have half the charisma as Santana does, oh, yeah. and I don't think. I think it's just wasted time. 
Yeah, I mean, he's not even a very interesting character. Like, when Santana messes stuff up, she's really entertaining about it. And let's be honest, Glee is built on a very melodramatic palette. It's a palette that, from the very first episode of this show, it was all about Sue Sylvester going way too far and doing totally absurd things in aid of totally melodramatic, fun situations based in a high school universe. Whereas... Smash from the very beginning has tried to pitch itself as like being more based in reality, being more honest about, you know, character intentions and how nobody's purely evil. Everybody's just trying to get ahead. And then here's this Ellis character who seems to totally operate in this, you know, he's a Glee character. Like he's a character on Gossip Girl. He's not a character on Smash. And the other thing, too, is like Santana at least has she has a sympathetic background. I mean, this guy. He has a loving girlfriend. He's pretty comfortable in his position. He obviously doesn't have trouble getting jobs or moving, stepping into jobs or creating jobs for himself. There's nothing sympathetic about him. Well, I mean, if you, if you want to get technical about it, I feel kind of bad for him because originally it was his spark that inspired the Marilyn Monroe play. So. That doesn't mean anything, though. Yeah, it does. It means no, something. No it means value. something. No, it doesn't mean a thing. He could sue so- them and they would write him a $20,000 check and he would go away. That's Be- how that goes in real life. He wasn't well, involved then, in then, the Well, they didn't do that, though. No, be- well, because the, the show hasn't made any money. The show hasn't even actually been produced. But the thing is, it's like, okay, fine. So maybe he was the catalyst for them moving forward with it. But he didn't. He was just like, yeah, I'd go see a musical based on Marilyn. Cool. Okay, well, hey, let's do it. And they wrote it. I mean, he had nothing to do with the development of it. But he wanted to be a part of the development. They just... Julia just kept kicking him out of the sessions. Well, but no, he doesn't... Like, you understand this, right, Ed? Like, he doesn't get to be a part of the development. He's not a writer. He's Tom's Anyone who can write is a writer. No, that's not true. Anyone who does write is a writer. He doesn't, he might be, have the ability, but he doesn't do it. He I mean, is, well, he just stands in the background and brings people cups of coffee. I mean. And manages their appointment book. Yeah, exactly. And then steals stuff from their purses. That's true. <laughs> still don't know how that's going to work out. That'll be, yeah, it, it's funny though, in the last one that we all watched, when she had said, uh, I'd say good riddance, but we're stuck with him now. Uh, that was like that was like the quote all over Entertainment Weekly. It was, so it was like it was like you know it would be nice if we got rid of him, but there's just nothing interesting about him. He's just you know confident in his you know smarmy ways, and that's it. That, I don't know. I just I find him to be the least interesting character. All that I mean, said, I'm not, I'm not saying that that he's like perfect by any means, but I think he's. I think he fits within the dynamic. Like I'm not, I like I'm not upset when it's on. Like when he's on, I'm like other people who are. It's- I honestly, I just think he needs to get cut down. If he was a smaller part of the action, it wouldn't be so appalling. Uh, but we should talk about Glee just real quick. I do think the workshop was really cool, and I thought it was really fun to see that aspect of theater that you don't get to see very much, um, unless you watch like all that jazz, which you should because it's amazing. Uh, but anyway, yes. So, uh, but we should. Um, any any final thoughts on Smash as it develops, Jennifer? I still like it. Still enjoying it. Ed? Yay! Renewed for season two. Wow, hadn't <laughs> hadn't read that. Awesome. There you go. Yeah, that was some mad drinking sirens, guys. Those were sirens <laughs> that mean drinking. Yeah, uh, it's, something's <laughs> going on today. It's oh, you know what? There's a lot of um, 
water main breaks. I don't know if they get called in on that stuff. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Oh, they get called in whenever there's trouble, right? Uh, there's always trouble in the valley. So we opened with, so the con- the topic of conversation is songs uh, that, that we want to hear in Glee and songs that we never want to hear in Glee. And uh, one of the things I was thinking is we opened with Run, Joey, Run. And has anybody actually listened to the original version of this song? Yeah, because you talked I about it before. It Did we play it on the show? I think you played it once. Uh, okay, it's so weird. The girl's voice is like so strange and creepy. <laughs> It's like this little tiny kid. Sounds like a 13 year old boy. <laughs> so strange. Night, the and then he comes in. Sounds like an older man. <laughs> I miss the Oh, that's that's seventy five, baby. That is really nineteen seventy five. Oh yeah, that makes it worse. (laughs) Creepy. Um, But actually, Ed, this is really your topic, Uh, and so I thought let's just kick it right off with a little quintessential. Ed, tell us uh, what are the song, what songs do you want to hear on Glee, and uh, maybe some songs that you absolutely don't want to hear on Glee. Okay, I was thinking about this question. There is no song that I absolutely do not want to hear on Glee. I mean. I, I, I can't, like, like, some things that crossed my mind was, like, Islands in the Stream, but I'm like, you know, that song's fun, I guess. So it's like, <laughs> I don't, there's, like, no song that I don't want to hear on Glee, as long as they're bringing something to it. That would totally be a duet between uh, Will and Emma. Oh, gosh. Maybe that's their honeymoon song. Islands in the Stream. Maybe that's that their wedding song. Right, no right. <laughs> but this is the song that I was trying to tell you last time that I want okay. to hear. And I think it's a perfect post uh, sectionals, post regionals performance. Like post competition performance when they're like, yay, we won and or lost. And we're still happy. And this is the song we're singing about it. <laughs> and uh, how do you pronounce this person's name? Aura Dion. All right. This is Aura Dion and Friends featuring Rock Mafia. So I'm reaching baby out When I'm lonely in the crowd On the signs gets too loud I'll be crashing on your couch And even if I never forget you baby Tonight I'm gonna let your memory baby go Oh it's sad I know But at least I got my friends Sharing gold in the wind They got my back If you, if I didn't know better, I think that was an original written for Glee. <laughs> like it's so. It feels like we've heard that, in a way. Yeah, I mean, it's so like their message mm-hmm. and their style, and yeah, I could totally see that. Ed, that's a that's a very good pick. Um, you know, th- there's. I don't want to say that there's songs I don't. I mean, there are songs that I don't want to hear on Glee just for whatever reason. Like I have a personal connection to them or whatever. But. Um, Anything by Nickelback. 
Yeah, and just songs Creed. that are bad. You know, okay, yeah. you know what? Oh, Nickelback songs covered by other people are usually pretty fantastic. I've ne- I, I can't. <laughs> I can't even weigh in. That just the thought hurts me. Uh, like the, get, the fact gonna, that somebody wanted to do that. I'm, 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 I'm ready to to go down <laughs> on this and fail miserably. <laughs> um, well, I mean. You know, here, we got some voicemails on this, and so let's go ahead and turn it over to, uh, um, let's see if I can, oh, here we go. Here's a bit of a, a listener typo. Hey, y'all, it's Typo, and this is my vaguely incoherent rambling for the day. For every great Adele mashup, there's Finn singing R.E.M. at the door. That's why instead of songs, I came up with bands that um, should never be glorified. They might be Giants, XTC, The Smiths, and I believe Morrissey is implied in that, but The Ramones, Dressy Bessie. Bands like this but have their awesomeness tainted. They could be used in a bad mashup, or worse, they could be used as a shoe song. <laughs> Conversely, Mika and Meatloaf, while still Trey Cool, are artists that seem to lend to the Glee formula. I'm torn on bands like Death Cab, Cure, B&L, Green Day. I like them, and I'm just not sure what Glee would do to them, because while We Are Young was arguably great, a little less conversation was horrific. <laughs> so I think... The question isn't what songs or bands should or shouldn't be covered by Glee. It, you know what? Delete this whole message. This is incoherent <laughs> even for me. And my brain is fried. More caffeine. Sorry, delete this. <laughs> no, see, but the thing is, the reason I played it is because I think that was really, I think that was a great point. I mean, the the, the fact is, is that, there those are the songs i don't want to hear on glee are the ones that are so definitively belong to a person and it's like there are songs that when you hear them you can't divorce them from where they came from and those are the times when i think glee fails is when they just try to recreate that so like she like typo said you know the smiths and morrissey like they could do it but they gotta take so much distance from it that you know it's kind of like are we even going to recognize the song at that point? And so um, I, I just, I, 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 I feel bad because now I'm like, well, maybe I shouldn't have played it, but I thought it was really cute. Uh, it's, I just, I agree with her. And I think that what it is is distance for me. It's like Glee, it has to, it has to either be a song that's old enough that we have some distance from it, or it has to be a song that they distance themselves from, where they totally reinvent it and make something interesting out of it. You know, that's kind of where that's where I I agree on that point. And, and so it's not so much like individual songs I don't want to hear. It's like there are just times where I'm like, okay, you know, it's like we all knew they were well in the promo. They're doing a song in the promo that we all knew they were going to do. Um, because Glee has kind of become like the new solid gold where they have the house band perform whatever is like number one on the radio and just and do these kind of like recreations of whatever's exciting in the moment. Um, and that I don't like that as much as when they grab something out of left field, you know, a song that we, you know, like fun, like when they did fun, no one had heard that song. 
right? Now we've all heard We Are Young so many freaking times. They played it at WrestleMania on Sunday, of all things, uh, which is kind of hilarious to see guys like body slamming each other where it's like, and we'll set the world on fire off the top rope. It was kind of hilarious. But (laughs) it was like, so it's like when they do the brand new ones, it kind of, you know, it's like hot off the radio. We're going to do the exact same version you're familiar with. I don't know. Like moves like Jagger was like, oh, it's so close to what it was. What do you mean it was jumping Jack Flash accessories? Not even, not even close to far enough away. Not even close. Um, I, I thought it was, uh, I don't know. I, I, Jennifer, where, where are you on this one? Is, are there any specific songs you just never want to hear? Or is it more of a style that you never want to hear? Um... I don't I don't know I don't know that there is I mean like nothing is jumping out at me that I feel I would hate it if I heard it or even that I feel is like too sacred for them to touch because I think there are some songs it's like you know Elliot Smith is one of my favorite artists and but there are a couple of songs that I think if handled the right way and if performed by the right person and used in the right context would be beautiful because his his songs are, are like, you know, poems. It's not, they're not songs written to make money. They're not songs mm. that are turned into jingles. They're not songs that are, you know, ear candy that, or, you know, that ear crack that get you get stuck in your head forever and ever. I don't know. Miss Misery gets in my stuck in, stuck in my head forever and ever. <laughs> that's just no, a your point. great yes. song, though. But <laughs> your I mean, point like, is well taken. so I kind of, I kind of go back and forth on that. Um, I mean, the the Cure definitely has more commercial or um, mainstream songs than, say, the Smiths. But I, I think actually a couple of the Smith songs might even play well if, again, done by the right person in the right context. So it seems like this is like a wildly subjective conversation. Like it really just comes down to how would they do it? You know? Yeah. I mean, are you talking about performed by the entire group during rehearsals? Or well, you, you said on Glee. On Glee is like the most generic thing in the world. But I mean, versus like, okay, so when they did Pretty Unpretty, it's, a, you know, like they took a song like that and it was just such a, it's such a great little exchange or, you know, interplay between these two characters um, as opposed to, you know, could they have done that on the stage with all of the, all of the students? No, you know. <laughs> so I, that's what I'm kind of going back and forth to. It's like, to me, it's going to be more context. See, I'm starting to think of like, as, as we're talking about this, I am thinking of songs I don't think they should ever do. And it's not so much because it's glee. It's just like there are certain songs that I'm feeling like um, there's no way glee can improve them like if glee did like who let the dogs out oh god we would all just run for the hills and like whatever your opinions of that song i just don't think anyone ever needs to hear that song again like if glee did the macarena and i'm gonna go ahead and and i would throw red solo cup into this although they already did it yeah these are just songs that are so kitschy and and just kind of generally forgettable that when Glee did like Red Solo Cup, we were all kind of like, okay, is it over yet? Oh, good. Thank you. It's over. Yeah. I mean, if it's just a, a, a pointless song or, you know, a song just for entertainment's sake and it's not actually going to convey anything in the story or move anything in the story along or, you know, give insight to something that's going on with one of the characters, then yeah, I mean, 
have it be like a background song or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. But totally Macarena did come to mind at one point. Yeah, that would be pretty rough. I mean, they'd have to be at a wedding. Again, no, it comes back to weddings. You can, you know, <laughs> chicken dance. There was a song that... Um, Mambo f- number five. Uh, <laughs> yes, Mambo exactly. number five. Uh, th- I've been working on a spec script. I could totally script. see Puck doing that. Um, I know, exactly. That's a good point. <laughs> um, Sorry. I've been working on a spec script of uh, of Glee. Spec scripts are like you write an episode of a TV show, um, and they're pretty useless. The only thing you can so really you're, do. So you're saying you're doing fan fiction. That's just just. Well, the it. difference is like you actually do it in the format, and you write it as a screenplay. <laughs> So you actually this is the dog's hit, calling out your, your bullshit right now. And you have to hit commercial breaks and things like that. And then it, the only real use for them is you can submit them to fellowships. Like the networks do these teaching programs. And so fellowships are a good thing. So I'd written this spec script and I made a couple, a list of songs that I was really surprised Glee hadn't done yet. And uh, in the spec script I was doing was Halloween based. And so I was uh, trying to think of spooky songs. But the one song that I kind of came up with that I was like would be really fun is to hear Santana do crazy. By no, Miles you. Oh, Parkley. my God. There is so much lockdown on that song. CeeLo Green will not approve that song for anybody. Are we going to get pulled for playing it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just because um, back in back when Carly Smithson was running for Idol, uh, both David Archuleta and David Cook tried to get that song, and CeeLo Green, like, flat out rejected it. Well, there you go. Well, um, Do you think that would change now that he's more... Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's only, it's only four years later. I yeah, mean, but now he's on a TV. Show. Yeah. Okay, so now if if a contestant on The Voice said, "I want to do this," you think he'd say no? I know that people. I mean, I've been hearing "Forget You" a lot, but "Forget You" was written by a lot of people. So, I th- and I think that "Crazy" was more of a solo duo venture so i can't guarantee either way Interesting. okay <laughs> I, th- I mean yeah he's he's also a very different performer than he was then he does I mean, vegas commercials come on yeah, exactly. he's sold out is he what is i'm saying so well past sold out <laughs> <laughs> the argument could be made yeah. Um, but yeah there are kind of random songs that i'm surprised glee hasn't gotten to like like stevie wonder superstition i'm surprised that they haven't gotten to that one yet because it's like so karaoke god Oh, I know, but well, like that's never stopped him before. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's like it's like so obvious. It's not like obvious, like oh, they have to do it. No, it's just like obvious. It's just... <laughs> yeah, exactly. It seems like you know, it's so obvious that they would have done it by now. I don't know. Let's uh, let's listen to a listener. Uh, here is listener Jess. Hi, Jess. Tonight it's Caitlin. Unfortunately, oh, calling sorry. with calling without Sarah tonight. But um, for the songs I want to hear on Glee, I really want a Disney episode. Dan would probably sing one of his Disney covers, even though I would want him to sing Why Should I Worry from Oliver and Company. I don't really know what I would want everyone else to sing, but I really want this episode specifically so Santana can sing Poor Unfortunate Souls from The Little Mermaid. The distinction here is Disney, not Disney Channel, because I never want to hear anything from Selena Gomez or Miley Cyrus on Glee ever, or really in general, because their music kind of makes me wish I didn't have ears. Uh, anyway, can't wait to hear the songs you guys chose. Bye. That's right. A, uh, awesome. a a Disney episode could be pretty. I mean, that would be epic. Like, there's no question about uh, a Disney episode being just a ton of fun to listen to. And she's right. You know, doing the 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 
the non-Disney channel, like the actual Disney mm-hmm. features where they got the hardcore, serious songwriters to write everything. And uh, yeah, that would be pretty awesome. Like nothing from High School Musical is just what I mean. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm running through the, all the, the music that I used to love. You're going like through the, all the Disney songs? The Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Um, <laughs> Rachel could Mermaid. do Colors of the Wind. You know, it'd be hilarious. <laughs> Queen could do Part of My World. <laughs> um, we, got a list, we got an email from listener Wes, who weighed in on several songs. Um, he, he had a list of songs that uh, Glee should do. Um, this one made me laugh, maybe just because it's far older than Wes's. Uh, let's see. Let's see. He he had a couple that he was supportive of. Uh, Forever and for always by Shania Twain, being a Finchel marriage duet. Huh? Uh, I need to be in love by the Carpenters. You, you always name check the Carpenters. Like how good would that be? Um, Man, I feel like a woman by Shania Twain. I like. What do we feel about <laughs> Man? I feel like a woman. I mean, he's saying Santana. Uh, it would be, and even to like, he even suggests in the email, totally redo the video, like put Santana in front of that video, that video that was already, uh, a redo of the Robert Palmer video. That was basically a a L'Oreal commercial. Exactly. But this is the one he had thrown in, which I think is kind of hilarious, is Martika's Toy Soldiers. Uh, this, uh, which I guess some people will probably know as an Eminem song, but here's, uh, Martika's Toy Soldiers from the eighties. This is about child abuse. It wasn't my intention to mislead you It never should have been this way What can I say? It's true, I did extend the invitation I never knew how long you'd Songs about horrible things that we used to play at dances. That's <laughs> wow. that you know. We didn't know any better. What can I say? I mean, we all sang uh, "My Name Is Luca" on the bus, right? We had no idea. Uh, we kind of knew at that. Lives point. on the second floor. Uh, but Wes's song to That's not awesome. play. That's really on pretty Glee. though. Uh, Wes's song to not play on Glee, and he's been tweeting about this song forever. Um, this is called Teen Horniness is Not a Crime by Sarah Michelle Gellar from that movie Southland Tales. Uh, oh my she, she God. plays a porn star in the movie. Uh, so here, this is Teen Horniness is Not a Crime by Sarah Michelle Gellar. This is not a crime. Open your heart and your mind. Horniness is on the rise. Look inside and you pretty much tell you you're gonna have your head the song head the rest of the day <laughs> you're, you're stuck with this one for a couple hours i don't even remember this one the movie 
It plays in the background of a couple scenes. It's not prominently showcased in the film. <laughs> and it's, the movie's such a mess, it's hard to track it anyway. <laughs> it's like that, that Snoop Dogg song I sent you. I'm like, oh. <laughs> it would not be appropriate. And Okay, I gotta turn that off. Uh, Ed, did you have anything else? Any other songs that you've been uh, keeping in the back pocket that you'd like to hear on Glee? Uh, I mean, not particularly. I wouldn't say no to some Zeppelin. I wouldn't say no if if Rachel could pull it off. Now, is there is there like a genre or an artist, Ed, that you think Glee has like egregiously neglected? Well, okay. So I I don't know if any of you were watching Australian Idol season four. No, I was. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe Tay Tay and Oz was. What up, Tay Tay? Um, there was there was a week that they did. Uh, they had to do modern songs, but they had to they had to perform them in the style of jazz. Interesting. And it was it was a fun week. And I and I was like, that's such a good theme. And it never happened ever again in any other country ever. So but Glee could totally have like some kind of like jazz fest and they could do modern songs. That'd be so much fun. That's actually a really cool idea. I mean, it's one thing that they do like Latin week and they do, you know, I'm, I, I think I remember going to get a disco week coming up and I'm sure the inevitable like 80s pop week will come eventually. Um, but to, you know, have people do like standards or modern songs in a standard fashion, that's an interesting twist. I mean, so many of these ideas were like, you know, this show doesn't look like it's going away all that soon. So who knows what's going to come in the future? It hasn't technically been renewed for season four, for the record. Really? Well, maybe they'll do like the uh, like the Lionel Richie album and, you know, where it's his songs done in a country flavor. Yeah, like I could totally see something like that. Yeah, like, hey, we're going to do a bunch, of, you know, we're going to do more Katy Perry, but we're going to do it as country songs this time. <laughs> I I mean, jazz jazz is kind of a neglected genre in general, so mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's a good idea, Ed. Uh well, we had one more voicemail. Uh this is listener Lynn. Hey guys, it's Lynn. Uh, the question what songs you never want to hear on Glee is really easy to answer. Anything else by Katie Bloody Perry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've already used so many of her songs, but the bigger problem is that it's been getting worse and worse, the law of diminishing returns as they've used it. Teenage Dream was fantastic. Firework was great, but it'd been better if it hadn't been narratively undercut by next episodes and if they hadn't tried to make Leah sound like Katie Perry, because <laughs> why would you bother? But, I mean, there are so many better, like, hundreds of better songs that they could have had Blaine sing in um, a Pot of Gold rather than Last Friday Night. And, look, I Kissed a Girl was one of the low moments in the worst episode of Glee ever. So I'm really scared about where, the sh- where they could end up if they use any more of her songs. I mean, the show could just spontaneously combust at that point <laughs> um, and just eat itself. But seriously, just say no to any more Katy Perry. Bye! I'm going to make a defense for a couple Katy Perry songs. (laughs) Well, Um, the question more, though, Ed, is do you think we've reached like Katy Perry saturation on the show? No, not at not not at all. I mean, she does have uh, doesn't she have the most number one 
singles from a single album i mean yeah. of any artist ever I, uh, I, doesn't it say something which, which case do you want to make like et like no th- that my horrible case new is one? actually not it's actually you're so gay that's see act- that sounds horribly offensive to me to do uh, on the show um it's it's not really because it's about it's about a straight it's about a straight boy and how and how he's so effeminate and stuff, or like so so concerned about his looks, but, that sounds, but he doesn't even but he doesn't even like boys. That sounds insanely offensive to me. <laughs> like I haven't listened to the song, so I admit I'm making a totally empty judgment. I I, 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 I hope you pitch, hang yourself but... by your H uh, and M scarf, something. <laughs> so, uh, get off listening to Mozart. Uh, eat uh, in the rain, reading Ernest Hemingway. Something something stuff like that. On a, on a show about tolerance and acceptance, that seems kind of horrible. It sounds like something <laughs> Cicada would sing. You're right. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay, I vote for no more Justin Bieber because I prided myself for so long in never having heard one of his songs. And well, then they sh- performed you it. You should not... You have you have much better things to be priding yourself on than that. <laughs> Honey Child. How about this that is just answer? one of the... <laughs> This is just one thing, but <laughs> so if I never hear another, I know the song, new, his new song is pretty fierce. It's like no, just, Justin Timberlake, Jesse McCartney fierceness. Well, I think so. I mean we can guarantee we're gonna hear what is it called, <clears throat> boyfriend, uh, on the show. Um, so yeah, I think we can guarantee we'll hear it on on Glee. Um, we got a, co- a couple on the voice ma- or on the um, Twitter. Uh, Ed, I don't know this song, but I think you will. Uh, Tom Rutledge 16 said, I never want to hear Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, Carly Rae Jepsen. Yes. Canadian Idol contestant who got third place, who should have won. It is now the first Canadian Idol contestant, to my knowledge, with the exception of Headley, to have legitimate radio airplay in the United States. Because go. she. Because she should have won. It's a fun song, and there's no way they won't do it on Glee. So just, just <laughs> right. it's it's just so it's just too fun. It's just too fun. If you want her serious album, download her first album, uh, Tug of War, or yeah, and it it like didn't do well, and then she's like, you know what, I can make a pop album. You know, you know what, <laughs> it it's doing well. So there good for go. Carly. Uh, and uh, and he also said, I really want to hear I'm Not Calling You a Liar by Florence. Um, I do I do love me some more. I, they could always use some more Florence, in my opinion, honestly. Always. Always more Florence. <laughs> I mean, you could see a certain... That would be hilarious to have an all-Tina episode where she just does Florence and she... <laughs> <laughs> no, they should... Oh, they just need to bite the bullet in season four if it if it does happen, and have an episode where where everyone gets sick except Tina, and it's a per- <laughs> and it's a performance night or like they have it's like one of the it's you remember this because sh- they would never let her do a real competition, so yeah. it wouldn't be a competition like that night when they did um with April Rhodes that with the inv- like the Invitational like it's a night of Invitational and everyone is dead like dying sick and <laughs> Tina's the only one because she has like Asian superpowers and she's like i'm fine and she has to do wow. every song that's that's a really funny idea that would be cute that's some serious fan fiction right there um 
Well, uh, so we should, um, in the chat room, people are talking about a boy band week, which is not the worst idea in the okay. world. Uh, you know, you can go through the I mean, boy bands are on a comeback. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. They're in a big comeback right now. And you could do boy bands throughout the ages. You could do a song by the Monkeys. You could do a song oh. by... Uh, yeah, by one of the '90s boy bands, and then you know one of these kind of modern day boy bands. It would that could be pretty hilarious. And then somebody in the chat room had said a country episode, um, which I think is probably an inevitability. We'll get that. They'll they'll go on a retreat to a dude ranch and they'll sing a bunch of country songs. This isn't wow. Modern Family. <laughs> oh, but it but it will be very soon when they run out <laughs> of other things to do. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that would be an awfully expensive shoot. Yeah, that, uh, that's a good point. Well, that's pretty much all I have on this topic. Jennifer, did you have anything else? No. I I mean, I'm sure other songs are going to jump to my mind later, but um, nothing off the top of my head. Well, we do these episodes, uh, you know, a couple times a year because it's definitely something that you think a lot when you watch Glee. It's like, oh, this would be a good song on Glee and that would. So it's definitely something uh, in the forefront. Um, Ed, did you have anything else on uh, on songs you'd like to hear on Glee? I feel like if I don't take advantage of this, I, I'll regret it. <laughs> You'll but never get actually, another opportunity. I don't actually have anything in particular, so... I'm just gonna. I guess I'm just gonna leave it at that. All right. Well, on that note, then, Ed, would you like to thank some iTunes reviewers? Yes. And then after that, I would like to discuss Idol for a moment, possibly with myself. Okay. <laughs> um, I'd like to thank Ed equals Awesome, which is a fantastic username. Uh, Maeve, Chris, Migusta Glee, and Ed, even another acceptable username <laughs> alexis de la garza and afb mid thank you for the reviews on itunes us i know i've been i've been going to the other itunes stores and i've been seeing you guys complaining like oh ed never is ours because we're not in the not like we're not in the u.s store so so next week i'm going to round up a bunch from various countries and i'm going to read your names awesome. i'm sorry okay awesome very cool well um that's it for us. We've got a new Glee next week to discuss. So get excited. Ooh. Very exciting. We got some Matt Bomer coming Licorice. up next week. Nice. Licorice. Is that what it's that's called? Like, that's, that, no, that's just that's just the word I came up with just a second ago. Oh, to describe Matt Bomer. Um, sure. I that's as, as is an acceptable description. Awesome. Uh, well, uh, you can find us online at gleefulpodcast.com, on Twitter at Gleeful Podcast. I'm at Jenny B. Creative. Or I'm at Josh Brunel. She's at Jenny B. Creative. He's at Edward Giordano. And on Twitter, just search for Gleeful Podcast and you can talk to the listeners. We're here uh, most weeks. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll be, be, we'll be yeah, we'll be each week that there's an episode. Yes, we'll be back next week where there is an episode. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Oh, I wanted to say, uh, send a shout out to Icom Icomartel. Icomartel. Ico. Icomartel. That's what we'll go with. Uh, who said <laughs> uh, she's listened to the show forever, but never saw pictures of Josh and Ed, and they're so different from their voices. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much for that. Interesting. Uh, and everybody in the chat room for the Gleeful Podcast with Josh and Ed, I'm Josh. I'm Jen. I'm Ed. Peace out. And now to discuss some American Idol. Wait, hang on. We'll get to that. We go we go after the goodbye and then we come back and you Why? Do why Idol. why? It could be an integral part of the show. 
All right, 30 seconds with American Idol with that gun. 30 seconds, God. You you just don't even know me. <laughs> oh, I know Okay, you. so we're in the top eight, which is exciting. And more exciting is that it's gender equal, which is kind of a surprise, actually. And he June's gone. Of. Yay. Um, this, this upcoming week is going to be 80s week. So I, they haven't done this theme since season seven. So it's kind of exciting. And... Back when Carly Smithson was running for Idol. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then uh, Lisa Stone, you should be voting for because she deserves to win. But she probably won't. In lieu of her not winning, people, other acceptable people to win include Jessica Sanchez, Philip Phillips, and Joshua Ledette. Colton Dixon is going to get fourth place. Don't even act like I'm lying to you. I feel bad for Skylar Lane because Skylar Lane is like Lauren Elena plus one, but you will not do as well as Lauren Elena. Holly Kavanaugh and DeAndre Breckensack need to go because I know they, they're both capable singers, but they also are too young for this competition and they should go. Fine, I guess I guess that was it. Although you should be watching Elisa Stone's Vienna and a whole lot of love on repeat. There's no reason for you not to be right now. Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Ed. I do like Joshua. That's all I can say, weigh in on that topic. Oh, did you did you watch <laughs> did you watch Elise Testone's Whole Lot of Love? And don't say I would no. watch it if I would have at you. I added both of you. Yeah, I didn't watch it. But I added you. Yeah, I, I did, added... still didn't watch it. But you said I, you'd watch it if I added you. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Why? What did I? What do I do wrong? <laughs> because I'm not watching Idol this year. <laughs> no, but it's one YouTube clip. All you have to do is click. You did nothing wrong, Ed. You did nothing wrong, Ed. And I appreciate that you do even... I appreciate that you're still so enthusiastic about this show that you want us to care about it. I'm I'm genuinely... No, I just, want you, I just want you to care about Elise, honestly. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll make an effort to care about Elise. I Are promise. they performing tonight? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow 80s night. 80s week. You should, you should oh. watch, if nothing else, because they haven't done this... They've only done this theme three times now. Back We're- in season one... Back in season seven and season eleven. I mean, eighties <laughs> doesn't come up very often, so we're literally gonna be in the woods tomorrow <laughs> night. <laughs> that is not even an excuse. And, and I'm thinking, you know what? With only eight contestants left, I would actually watch this week, especially with eighties week theme. I promise to watch all of the YouTube videos when we get back to civilization on Saturday. Good. Then you could totally m- miss all the Randy Jackson J Lo filler. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that I I do not miss that. I have enjoyed watching the performances. I will say, it is a pretty solid group this year. Wow! Uh, thank you very much, Ed, for the Gleeful Podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs>